This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. This morning we want to begin to talk about how to use the blood of Jesus in the spiritual warfare. <laughs> Everybody knows Revelation 12. Let's start from verse 10. What people don't know is how to go about it. Now the Bible says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is salvation come, or now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. Wow. There is no accusation against you anymore. <laughs> Which accused them before our God day and night. This guy is serious. No rest. And the Bible says next verse. And they overcame him by what? <laughs> and what's the next word there? They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. If they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, if they ended his ministry of accusation against them by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony, then we must know what is the blood of the lamb? What does he have to do with this? Now we know it's the blood, but how does it work? Hallelujah. What is the word of their testimony? And the Bible said they love not their lives even unto death. I might use this scripture in another way, second service. What people don't know because the passage started with there was war in heaven. Many people have thought that angels were the ones fighting there. But if you're a very uh, good student of the word of God, you quickly know that this verse is not really talking about angels. Number one, angels don't die. For the Bible said they love not their lives even unto death, means that that's not angel. Number two, angels don't plead the blood of Jesus. So that's a, what is happening there is that there are activities on earth that influence, they influence angelic activities in heaven. That's what the Bible said, that whatsoever you bind on earth, where will the ripple effect be? Shall be bound where? In heaven. Whatever you lose on earth, shall be loosed where? So there are activities that when you carry them out on earth, the ripple effect is in the heavens. This is one of such activities. That when you plead the blood of the lamb on earth, something happens in the spirit beyond, or in the realm beyond. Now the question is, how do we plead the blood? I've seen people say, we plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. <laughs> God bless you, can have your seat. Are you interested in this this morning? <laughs> I have received a lot of messages since we started talking about this blood and the court of heaven and everything. Keep spreading the message. It's helping many people. Interestingly, majority actually said message from outside the country. Now, listen to me very well. They overcame by the blood. How do we exactly play the blood? And what is the word of their testimony? If these two major ingredients are the third one, they love not their lives even unto death. The Bible is saying that they reason why they were able to overcome that change these three things. The blood, the word of their testimony, and they themselves did not love their lives even unto death. What's the Bible saying then? We started last week of talking about there's something between God and the blood. You remember? Hallelujah. And that there must be life for life. So God permitted them to use animals in Old Testament to atone for their sin. And then remember that I dwelt on one point that blood they speak. A blood, I don't want to say a blood, 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 blood speaks. It, it speaks. It says something. So Abel's blood was talking to God. 
And Jesus mentioned the blood shed from Abel to Zachariah, the last guy to die in Old Covenant. He said the blood will be required. We're talking about the saints under the altar and then the blood talking, calling for vengeance. So in those days when they killed an animal and put the blood on the ground, the blood was saying something to God that, forgive Dewale for I have been shed because of Dewale. Now the blood of Jesus also is saying something to everyone who has come to believe in the blood. But when it comes to spiritual warfare, when it comes to destroying the voices of accusation going on in the spirit constantly, this is where condemnation are coming from. This is uh, the greatest weapon that is against you. That's what the Bible said, no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment. Meaning that the weapon God is talking about, they come in form of people don't know. If there is no condemnation to death against you in the spirit, death will not happen here. The art reflects what is going on there. The negotiation, the transaction, oftentimes would have been completed every time before it will reflect on that. I was ministering to somebody one day and I was saying in form of a poem in my spirit that the grave is calling for this person. And the person started talking about how he not man almost died. A concluded matter. Only those. So by the blood, we can actually orchestrate, correct, adjust, in some cases completely destroy whatever is going on there that is negative. So it will not happen on that. Because this is how it goes. Jesus told them to pray. He said, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is. It is when it is settled there that it comes to the earth. But thank God that by the blood, whatever has been settled there negatively can still be corrected. I'm saying this in advance. I'm going to talk about some very deep things about angel administration second service. But I'm, I'm starting with the blood. Is somebody paying attention to me? Yes, but how, how? Now, if we know that this is the storm, how do we? We must let the Bible teach us. See, there's what is called the law of first mention in the Bible. When they first really use the blood. So there are two things. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. We started on Wednesday. That the first thing that the blood offers is forgiveness. And that makes you not guilty before the Father. Ah. Bayuske, lagusa, indreki, dobasele, andrekishto. Is somebody following me? Hallelujah. In whom we have redemption. I won't go into some of the things we started on Wednesday. But I was talking about how important, how many of you were there? How important forgiveness of sin is. It's extremely important because remember, God is too pure to behold iniquity. And you can never live a pure life except by the righteousness of Christ. I get what I'm saying. There will not be a time that you won't think wrong thoughts, you won't say wrong stuff. So there has to be a provision. So that's what the Bible says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Is that redemption I want to deal with right now? We have redemption. They is so strong on this in that in Colossians 1.14, the same word repeated, word for word, Colossians 1.14. The Bible is saying again that I want you to know, man, why was Paul repeating this over and over again? John said that I write to little children so that your sins are forgiven. There is a reason why they are stressing this over and over again. Because in that realm, guilt is halting the progress of many Christians. No man can ever qualify for the anointing. It's an heavenly material that is too heavy for man. It has to be under the umbrella of grace. I write unto you now. Now, please, no, I said uh, Colossians 1.14. Don't go to what I'm quoting. Just go to the one I asked you to project. Thank you. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Again, even the forgiveness of sin. You know why? For all have sinned and come short. So no matter how they tried under the old covenant, they were falling short of the glory of God. And when you ask all of them, what's the problem? Forgiveness. We have sinned. So Jesus brought two things. Redemption. Inside redemption is for all 
the redemption is because of the forgiveness of sin. What is redemption? This is where the topic we are dealing with this morning comes in. You have been redeemed. Ah. Glory to God. You have been redeemed. From what? Death, sickness, whatever you can think of. You have been redeemed. You know what? Every price that Satan could have demanded from you, from your family, from your ancestral lineage, whatever, everything has been paid. But there's a problem. <laughs> Redemption is good. But why are many people not experiencing it? Psalm 107 verse 2. This is where we rush and we begin very properly. Are, are you following me? Psalm 107. Everybody read this together. No, no, don't stop there. How many people have been redeemed? What are you, what is the Bible asking you to say, to do? There are many people, listen to me, those who are here and those who are watching. Even though you have been redeemed, if you don't say so, it will not work. This is where I want to go to Revelation 12, 11 now. Let, the Bible says it's, it's a, it's a, it's a divine injunction. It's an order. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Otherwise, they will live like non-redeemed. They must say it. So they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony. You are going to notice something. In Exodus chapter 12. You have to follow the ritual, the way it was done. So they took a lamb without spot to represent Jesus. Angel of destruction was going to pass. That represents any destruction passing right now. Any plague, any sickness, any disease. Chief among them, poverty. We have been redeemed. Hiya. Glory to God. He said, put the blood in a basin. Exodus 12. And the Lord told them, you have to pay attention. They were not supposed to put their hand inside the blood. Ah, that would have messed up the ritual and put it on the door. The Lord told them to use a plant that is called isop. What is isop or isop? You are going to discover over and over again. Leviticus 4, 14, 14, 4. Le Leviticus 14, 4. And Leviticus 14, 5. And then Numbers 15. Over and over again. There are three important ingredients. Give me Leviticus. I want us Leviticus 14, 4. The priest, shall the priest command to take for him the one that is to be cleansed, two birds, clean, alive and clean, cedar wood, scarlet and isop. Verse 5. You will see this over and over again. I think verse 19 again or somewhere down there again. Those three things, scarlets, Aesop, and then an animal to be killed. Remember, even when Jesus died, when he said, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabkatani, or something like that, somebody ran and filled the bottle with vine again and used Aesop to give Jesus. Aesop was present again. Now, this is where I want to bring you to something very serious. So the Lord told them that when the blood is in the basin, it's not your hand, it's not your clothes. You must use Aesop. And it's a plant that grows by the wall. You dip Aesop inside the blood and splash it on the door. That must be the ritual. It must be Aesop. That Aesop is actually the word of your testimony. The blood must be applied. The blood, you can only plead the blood when you by faith take a testimony of the word of God, what the word of God says about the blood, and put it in the blood. So this is how we plead the blood. You must say what the Bible says about the blood over your life. Are you what I'm saying? Yes, now, that word, let the name of the Lord say so. The Lord told them to put it in three important places. 
the posts and the lintels. Door post and the lintel. So the two door posts, then the lintel. It represents something. When the spies in Joshua chapter 2 enter Jericho, Arab helped them to escape. As they were going, they told Rehab, destruction will not come to you. But they said, hey, madam, you have to do something. She led them down through a scarlet. Scarlet represents red. Something like blood color. That's scarlet. She led them down through a basket. And the spy said, madam, listen, we made a covenant to you that when destruction comes to Jericho, you'll be exempted. They said, but madam, our words will not hold except this scarlet must be outside your window hanging. If there is scarlet in your house, inside your back, your house will come down. If the scarlet is on your bed, your house will come down. The scarlet must come outside, hanging on the window. The same thing like in Egypt, the blood on your table. Angel of the soldier will come. The blood must be at the entrance. Are you following me? Yes, sir. What do they call your mantle here and your eyes? Five senses. They are your gateway. <laughs> Is somebody following me? Yes, sir. Is somebody following me? Yes, sir. The blood begins to work when you put it in a certain place. And for, because Old Testament was shadow, this is substance. God was pointing to something that the blood works at the point when you let it come out and stay outside where force of darkness can see it. And that is your mouth. Are you following me? That window where they have put the scarlet and the door that they put in, they both represented outlet and inlet, your mouth. It is the place where you eat and it's the place where you talk. A place where something goes in and something comes out. So they told Rehab that there is a principle how that guides, uh, that governs how the blood works. It must be in a place that is visible. It must be in a place, an outside place. There are many Christians with scarlet in their house. So you begin to know scripture must buttress scripture. That's the Bible says, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. If they don't say so, the scarlet is in their house, but it's not on their window. Satan wants to hear Bashiga. So he must see the blood on your door. And that is your mouth. Men and brethren, this is why I can preach some things already happen as we are speaking now. But another part of the work we have to be done by some of us here. You have to open the Bible and begin to say, what does the Bible say about um, the blood? For instance, there are about several things from sanctification to justification. But the Redeemer Lord must say so. There are things that are trying to attach themselves to us. Lost, different things. We have been sanctified. When you say it, I think on Wednesday we read, Revelation chapter 1 verse 4. The Bible says, unto him that has loved us, is it one of, of, of four or five, and has washed us in his own blood. Now, Jesus is not going to wash you in his own blood. Jesus has already washed you in his own blood. When you say so, it becomes a reality. I have been washed, so I cannot hate anybody again. Are you getting what I'm saying? The principle of the kingdom demands that you must say so. They can only overcome. The blood is in the basin, but it must go with the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. If I want to play the blood, Father, we thank you. Through your blood, I have redemption. I've been redeemed from sickness. From causes. Because of the blood, there is not one cause operating in my life. When I'm talking like that, I am pleading the blood. 
what is happening in the realm of the spirit is that angels get into work. Battle starts over there. The accuser is dented forever. Zubra Dishkalamanda. Joshua, uh, Zechariah chapter 2. Or is it 2 or 3 now? Zechariah 3. Oh, precious is the blood that makes right as Everybody pray in tongues for a while. Something is happening there. I see someone watching me right now. Your boss is just against you. Complain about everything that you do. Some of these messages working for you, the accusation will end. He will love you more than any other person. And if someone is in that situation here, also you can receive it as well. Because what I say unto you, I say unto all. No praki, no seketes. Nothing, nothing, blood, blood. I see homes being restored. Some wise we have to just say the blood. Speak about the blood in the house. And something happens to your husband. Something happens to your wife. Something happens to your children. Whatever wrong thoughts that your kid cannot get out of them. Your shouting cannot get out of them. The blood takes it out. Nothing. Nothing but the blood. Zosa pradike teke le manda. No shalimande prakadu zakele matalayas. Zose pradike sotos. Hallelujah. Is somebody still here? Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1. And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. This is what happens in the court of heaven. And the angel was looking. But Bible said there is a guy called the accuser. You remember? And Satan standing at his right hand. Every statement in the Bible is very important. That right hand actually means that Satan actually had something legal against this guy. And Satan was for the first time right. Because the Bible, we always explain the Bible. If you read further, skip to verse 2, uh, verse 3. Verse 3. Look at it. The Bible is supporting what Satan said. Now, Joshua was clothed in a filthy garment that represents filth in the spirits. So Satan was right. He saw that this guy is stained and he began to accuse him. He is a high priest, but he is a dirty high priest. This is this high priest that is doing this, was bringing out all his secrets. So that's what the Bible said. I said I was at the right hand. Normally, God wouldn't put it on the right hand. But this time around, he was right by his accusation. And the Bible is allowing us to see that truly, like Satan was saying, truly, Joshua was dirty. He was even though he was the high priest. But thank God. Galuste. Verse 2. Let Zekira. And the Lord said to Satan, you know, on your behalf right now, as we lift up our hands in the world and just say, we can just do that now, say something about the blood. The Lord is speaking over there. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you say about the blood on earth, somebody else is saying something in heaven. As you speak, the Lord is speaking. As you speak, the Lord is speaking over there. Oh, thank you, Jesus. As we speak, you are speaking over there. You are speaking mercy. You are speaking victory. As we speak here. Lacos is eight. Endroku shabali kotila zetele varakidos letekebo. Why won't you be pregnant? Why won't you have your own children? The blood is speaking for you. The blood is speaking for you. The blood is speaking for you. Now prosperity is coming. A new opportunity is coming. The blood is speaking for you. Zusa la bate kabalish. 
Zokalites. Leturia bows. What is happening to others can no more happen to you. You begin to redefine your family because you are speaking the blood. The Lord is speaking also over there. Kabala basata labos. Zuse protokusha labaraba. Luko suse teke balabas. Zupre ketula iste. In Jesus' name. There's an anointing here. You know, what I'm telling you is very similar to what Paul was talking about in Hebrews chapter 5. This is why I feel sorry when men begin to attack Titan and say all kinds of nonsense. And those who say so are also the ones that are saying that the Christian cannot. You just see all kinds of things going on. These are end time tactics to attack saints. Paul said, mortal men on earth, they give tithes here. He said, but the Lord received this from above. There are things you do on that, and the Lord is doing, as you do your own on that, God is doing something on behalf in heaven. Hebrews chapter 5 talks about put tithe in that category. Because they are talking about tithe under the old covenant, under the law. But they have forgotten that this thing actually started with Abraham, who never lived under the law. The first man to be justified by faith was a titer. And Abraham, Melchizedek, who is a prototype of Jesus Christ, showed up, and Abraham gave him bread and wine. That's why we are still taking communion. Abraham practiced two things before their revelation came to the hearts. Jesus later instituted communion, but Abraham did it first by revelation. Abraham only did two things with Melchizedek, tithes and communion. As long as we do communion, we do tithes. Yes, yes, yes. Let all these teachings and all these things that people just come up with, later it became a law thing. But Abraham never did his own under the law. When I give tithes, I don't pay tithes. I give tithes. Pay represent law. Give represent faith. Period. Did you just get that now? Hallelujah. It was the one that was paid that he said devourer. Abraham did not have any promise of devourer, any fear of devourer. He saw Melchizedek, he knew he was supposed to give again by faith. And Melchizedek blessed Abraham. Make no mistake about it. There are activities that generate mighty blessings. Yeah. I can as well say this right now. We had a very powerful CSM yesterday. From like 10.30 till like almost 4 o'clock. And, I, I, and people began to bring forth the word of God because of what I told them. I was telling them that can we select? We're planning that let's select just 300 of us who can who are generous in art, ready to give. And that let's finish this issue of uh, 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 what's the name? The message once and for all. And I said that we have to, and some of these is about no, be bold about it, mention it in church. Let's create a time. That we, those who are, so it's not going to be, so we, are, we have chosen next Sunday in the evening by 5 p.m. For all the willing, I say, if you are not a worker, you are not a worker, or you are the type that immediately after time you disappear, but you love God enough. I don't know how many words of prophecy we received yesterday. Somebody saw, and they began, and these were the things that God has shown before. See, the, there is a plan. There comes a time in God's people your turning point, there must be a day that you can refer to where your life changed. Nobody who is working a mighty breakthrough that will not tell you a story attached to it. In our own case, sincerely speaking, next week Sunday, he says, sacrifice. I will come to church in the morning to come back in the evening. We are going to have a one-hour dinner in the evening here. And I'm only calling for people who are generous-minded because whether this thing will take us six, seven billions, we will put it together on that day. Because we just sense it, it came about seven witnesses as we were praying. They came up with the same word. They were not together when God spoke to all of them. Everybody started bringing out what God has said before. That we are delaying. When God said that, I will multiply them. That their governor shall arise from their midst. How many of you know that scripture? Yes, yes, yes. Where, where is that scripture? Jeremiah 30, 23. Or, let, 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 
it just got to that point. I felt like I should just out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. I will multiply them, they shall not be few. I will glorify them, they shall not be small. Next verse. Their children shall be after that, their courage shall be established for me, and we punish all that oppress them. Next verse. Their nobles shall be of themselves, and their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. This is the season of noble men rising and women from this ministry. You know what? This scripture came in with fasting for 30 days. And then remember that in January we pray all night, every night for 40 days. This were the thing that I lost. I say the 40 days we had in January is not a waste. Many of you were here even on the night of Christmas. We started like December 24 and we carried the 40 nights of prayer. People were dressing from church, going to office. It's not a waste. But you see, there must be a time that God's word has been spoken, a time to walk in it and receive it. Yesterday, as we were talking, all of a sudden, it just became, because I told them what led to this. On, on, on Thursday, I was here. Don't complain when things, for some reason, we, the light is very good, but never just stood light for no reason. So, we're on gen all day long. So, by 5.30, days and the staff were leaving. Allah is staying behind. So, I now said, okay, I'm the only one left. Let them not be running small gen because of me. So, I said, switch up the gen. So, I carried you and I sat outside there. So from 5.30, I prayed till 8. I told her, I said, when it's 7, I don't breathe light by 7, I'll go home. Because in my house, we have light almost 24-7. I said, I'll just go home. But then around 7, I was detained till 8, till 8, 30, till tonight praying. And then these words came. As if the time has come to let the people, and he said, it's connected to, that, to the message. Only for all of you, a member work on that, say, leader, sir, you are not serious enough about these messages. And people started bringing out testimonies of what God said to them. That night, I called Pastor Shade and I said, you know, we are going to get 300 people in the church. We are going to take it away from them. I said, well, in the morning, we can't mention if we go. So we are going to sit down and say that. How much exactly? We'll be saving for a while. And by the grace of God, we have saved a lot. Even though we have not been able to uh, enter all properties we are seeing are in several billions. Um, God has helped us with hundreds of million, but sincerely speaking, I, I, I avoid mentioning figures. In the last one and a half year, the church has been saving. So, we have saved very well, by the grace of God. But the reality out there is far, and for a while we're watching that, Lord, we trust you that by faith something will happen, and he said, it will happen. But then, also train your people. You have might to you to do. There's no budget that we are not more than enough to take care of. I get what I'm saying. That's why it's not a, so. If you are the type that you know big things intimidate you, don't worry. You are still a Christian. Jesus loves you. Don't come in the evening. But I challenge everybody that is ready. Yes, that that day we can sit down and say that even if it's five billion, six billion, we we'll put it together. Just about four minutes drive from here now. Another property just opened up. Now they're asking for five million dollars. It's owned by White. It's about triple of the size of this place. And it actually has a way out and a double of this size standing on it, even though they're amputated. And I'm saying that I don't want this conference to hold here. And the Lord said, you've been talking about faith without work. Back it with action. Yes. It's all for background there. Offline, they go for background. And it's, I mean, you enter some of these places, they are calling your name, the property. That is when they come. <laughs> The former Daily Times is still there. They asked for seven billion. It's on Agidik Bier. When we went to look at it, we saw HOD flyer inside the gutter there. And there were soldiers guiding it. When we came in, they got them and said, Welcome, sir. So I, wanted, I was worried because I was wearing jeans. And, and they said, We watch Mercy Moment. That we watch HOD. So I told the guys with me, Are you sure this is not our property? <laughs> that just said this that, you know, we don't need to pay. Just give it to us. Sunday. By the grace of God, it will just be from five to say, please don't quit just one hour. It's not a long meeting. We don't have, and I'm actually overnight. I was praying. I couldn't even sleep. I was asking God just one thing: should I ask Pastor Femi to join or not? I will receive that clarity by the end of service because I was sensing that there is something he needs to say prophetically also over the people. Give give it to him in some areas. The grace is obvious. Ah, Baruka Calitos. One of the most popular people in this nation called me when Pastor Femi ministered on Saturday. That recovery. He said, Hello, Pastor. 
said, I'm sorry, I just want to ask you a question. Who, who preached in your convention on that Saturday morning? That I was out of the country, I was watching. He said, that man that worked bad, so I told him. He said, can I have his number? I gave him. And he called. As soon as he called, before he landed, Pastor Fermi told him exactly why he called. The guy called me and he said, that so there are still people like this. I said, well, he gave gift unto men. But whether he's here or he's not, or not, we will do. As, is somebody hearing what I'm saying? And this is what will happen. It will be a day that many of you will trace a rising that is unusual. Brother and brethren, God is mighty. After service on Wednesday, a young lady woke up to me. She's now through the department. Somebody now through the person I'm talking about. She did not apply. From Abuja, one of the ministers of the federal government, the newly elected minister, they just said she's one of the special assistants to the minister. She does not know the man. She has never met the man. Say just remember that somebody called one time from Abuja and she sent her CV. They didn't tell her what they would do with the CV. And now she left here. They got they told her to resume into the office on Monday. No interview. He said the person that your interview will be that they on Monday morning the man will address you and the rest and send you straight away to begin work that same day. That's what they told her. So now that you come to Abuja and do interview, you go back and pack your loose. Say, come on Monday. They will give you your office on Monday and you resume there. Say you are maybe three others. You resume right there. And she was crying, but the pastor, I don't understand. I said, Well, miracle should not be understood. Just enjoy it. I don't need to know how God will, so, will bless me. I don't need to know. Lord, just do your own thing. And I will enjoy it. Is somebody with me? Are you ready? Yes, sir. Now, those who are online, there are people online who love this church so much. And I'm telling you, we will give a link where you can join us for that one hour meeting. Because it's a serious matter. So I'm taking it away from Sunday so that only those who desire... And believe me, Sally, watch those people. Yes. I can remember very well when Pastor Debo made a call. Which people are putting on stuff and trying to discredit. He said something, Cameron mentioned a certain level. And it's part of why they are with it. And so people came for that. Also, it has become an annual thing now that I meet with certain people who cross beyond a certain level that they give. And they came for the first time that time. Many of them, I remember, I was in a meeting when he mentioned that somebody managed to come in that time and I think the person actually attended filling station that time. But the person gave every amount in millions. But I thought we were having the following, the meeting the following year. The guy from 10 filling station had 110. The next time that they were having the meeting, the guy had 926. I just told you about someone that did not apply for anything now. Who says God, see, when you hear a prophetic shuffle, every giving God will respond but there are some that God demands there is a special anointing on that one they are called golden moments that God creates it should be a moment where you must not let fear or self keep you away from because in the next 2-3 years we have never as a church now called for a special meeting in the evening to do this before it has never happened and it might not happen in the next 10 years so there are golden moments that God creates by himself and people should take advantage of it. Let's watch what will happen. Since they spoke yesterday, I've been thinking about that, Lord, what is the highest have I given and what am I ready? I mean, let me stop on that one there. 5 p.m. on Friday, on Saturday. On Sunday, sorry. 5 p.m. next Sunday. Join us. It will be a short dinner. Yeah. If the number is too much, I don't know whether I can ask for dinner for everybody. But even if it's just for us to do, but the most important that when we say that it doesn't mean that we are coming to a four course meal or anything. It's just a gathering together in the evening. Maybe a light refreshment. We just want to do something. And in 45 minutes, we are done. It's a radical approach. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Please, if you don't believe what I'm saying, you are still a Christian and God loves you. Come in the morning and enjoy the blood message and go. Okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> But hey, you shall see the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, is somebody blessed? Yes, sir. Oh, the blood. I want to stop here. 
eye soap will always be present. Scarlet. And that's your testimony and your faith being deep into the blood. So the blood, when you say I plead, you are like a man putting your hand there and just, but when you take the word of God and you plug it in by faith as a testimony, which means you testify of what the blood has done for you that is recorded in the word. That is ISO. Did you get that? Is that straightforward enough? So when you begin to study the Bible, I begin to look at what. For instance, the Bible says that having been justified by his blood, we have peace with God. When you are troubled, don't even wait till you are troubled. Say it day and night. I've been justified by the blood. I now have peace. Peace all around me. Peace that surpasses human understanding. Hallelujah. I have victory through the blood. So, let me stop on Joshua. But the angel spoke and he said, The Lord rebuked you, Satan. He said, The Lord who chose Jerusalem. In other words, we are not doing this because of Joshua. We are doing this because of something else. The Lord will not give you victory because of your prayer life or anything. The Lord will give because of the blood that you are talking of. Because when you mention the blood, it's life for life. There is an exchange. The life of Jesus comes to respond to your own life. And the Lord looks at the fact that he was wounded for our transgression. So he considers the fact that you have been wounded. Then you are justified. Can I hear amen? Let's sing of the blood wherever we are. Let's decree and declare the blood. You can, plead, you can plead it as many times as possible during this process until your entire life. You know, I told you something on Wednesday. I started casting out demons from secondary school. And I said, it's as if we don't cast out much demons now. That's every Friday. I told you before, I've seen demons punching somebody before. I've seen all sorts. So I, that was how I adopted watch and pray. I have seen a woman with a sonorous voice talking like a man, a spirit talking daily. We never saw this in secondary school. And then, I have never experienced what they call repressor attack once. What I share about the blood, now, I didn't know it then, but I was always talking about the blood of Jesus. That will finish deliverance. Many times after deliverance session, I begin to work premiership or something. I cannot remember a spirit appearing. Maybe on two occasions when demons filled the room and it didn't take more than five minutes and then they left. Maybe the second was in Abeokuta two years ago. As we get, we're ready now. Abeokuta starts on Tuesday. Two years ago. I went a day and about 30 people are following me from church tomorrow to Abeokuta. I went a day to Abeokuta. So we went to the venue. We all prayed together. About 300 people showed up for prayer meeting. That meeting two years ago was actually, I think, almost 7,000 people attended the meeting. Two hundred people came for prayer meeting a day before the program, and then I went back to the hotel where I was staying. My friends came and I escorted them. We spoke. We tried to cross every uh, see, you know, dot every eye. So I escorted them back to the account. They left. I was very tired, about to go and sleep, and I just felt that no. If we get to that, we are going to lie down to sleep. Walk around the hotel, so you won't sleep. I'll be praying. So I prayed in thoughts about forty-five minutes, and I went to sleep. The next thing I just saw was that this dark presence filled the room and tried to choke me. But I knew what to say. I said a few things in one minute. And it began to disappear, disappear, and it left. But it left the residual presence behind. And I began to worship and everything left, everything. I told them in the morning that this will be bigger than all the meetings we have had. That was exactly what happened. Because the Lord of the darkness sent an agent to the room. But thank God. But that was not that I went for deliverance anyway. We we're doing a program and some, some demons decided to show up in the room. Are you following me? Yes, sir. The blood is our defense. It's our strength. Most importantly, as you do this regularly, anything they are saying up there against you will not stand. You understand? Whether to determine your case in heaven, there's an angel standing before the Lord and there's a demon trying to oppose. All these things, they happen every now and then. As your prayer ascends to heaven, somebody's accusing and trying to say legally for God, why God should not answer that prayer. 
but his father was a wicked man. But his mother did this. Lord, but he himself sat over a panel and disqualified somebody. He too should not be promoted. Every tongue that rises against you, the tongues are there. Why, Lord, why should she be pregnant? Lord, why should she marry? But thank God. Thank God. As we speak of the blood here, the Lord is the one responding over there. He says, Satan, shut up. Let's end it this way. Joshua, that same Joshua, chapter 3. Let's just see what happened to Joshua. Is somebody blessed? Since your accuser is talking day and night, why don't you also make up your mind? A whole day is divided into two. There is morning and evening. That is, I told you, for that's God's principle. And even at the morning, day one, that was how God created. There was nothing God created that did not put morning and evening. Is that right? Genesis chapter one. Now your accuser is talking there and now. You also make up your mind, morning and evening. In the morning when you wake up and in the night when you want to sleep. Even if all you are going to say is that the blood of Jesus Christ, I'm sanctified by the blood. The blood is working for me against all voices. Then lie down and sleep. But as you wake up and as you sleep, take care of day and night. The one that's against you is not resting. Now, you also do that. Now, even if it's a sentence in the day about the blood and a sentence in the night, is that difficult? No. It can even be you, you are driving to office. Say, just don't let him. He will not stop accusing. But you must say something on that. Let the redeemer of the Lord do what? No, no, no. Sorry, Zechariah chapter 3. Is that Joshua I preached? I read about. I want to end this way. It showed me standing for the angel and Satan stand at the right hand to resist him. Huh? This guy was summoned before an angel to be blessed. Uh, Satan quickly showed up. Many of you don't know what happens when you start praying. How something goes before God to try to attack your prayer. Can this be the reason why many people pray and there are no answers? Yes. Even Daniel's request, the priest of Pasha withstood the angel for 21 days. Why is that when they say sent a prayer? So immediately Joshua was summoned. Angels wouldn't come without. It was a call for promotion. Satan just showed up and said, No, no, no. I began to talk. Bible says he was resisting him. And the Bible says, verse 2. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. Even the Lord that are chosen, I'm chosen by the blood. Is this not a brand plucked out of fire? Now look at the next verse. Now Joshua was clothed in a filthy garment and stood before the angel. He, did, he, was just, he was still standing there. Next verse. And he answered to those who stood by him saying, Take away the filthy garment from him. And he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquity to pass from you, and I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. Uh, I will preach a message when I talk about change of raiment. But can I give you a word of prophecy? Right now, in this service, change of raiment is going on. Many people don't know what led to Joseph from prison to palace. As soon as he came out of prison, the first thing they did to him was that they shaved him and changed his garments. People that change garments in the Bible, garment represents your identity in the spirit. You are, life responds to you by what you are wearing, not physically. Everybody has something on you. The garment of a beggar that is on many people all over the world. Is the reason why no matter how much they persuade men, if somebody responds at all, they give them stipends. Yes, somebody is mentioning what he wants to do. People are supporting him. But when it is you, people hardly respond if they respond at all. There is a garment. There is a garment. People are identified in this world by their garments. If you get to an office and you are sitting down and somebody wears a rather complete one and they come in, you will likely know that's the MD. You can tell. A staff will not dress like that. If you see a military man, and the way you address everyone that is dressed is according to their dressing. When you are going for an interview and you see that, you see somebody in reception, a receptionist, you sit down, uh, maybe white shirt, you know, she maybe a little respect. But in the same way, somebody walks in, Coco, Agbada, you just know that you are likely to stand up and greet the person. Now, on your way, when you see somebody in uniform, you are like to say, officer, when you get to hospital and see somebody, you know nurses apart from doctors. By what, once you see somebody with stethoscope in his neck and everything, you know that this is a doctor. People respond in life. 
the same you that passed by a carpenter and say, I, now you are passing by a military man. They might be of the same age. Naturally, say, officer, how are you? Because he's wearing a uniform. Something tells you. And among uniforms, there are things to show ranks. It is, and it is like that in the realm of the spirit also. Yes. I pray for one lady. It's an attire of an alox. That's why the people who really want to marry you and settle with you are not the ones coming your way. It's those who want to sleep with you. When that is happening too often, you are wearing an attire that must leave. There's a way men view you. Not as a white material, but as a sex object. Yeah. And when you are a good man, but every woman betrays you and everything, these things have explained. The cause of the costless shall not come. Yes, it's the way you appear. Why is that in a group they love some people and they don't like some people? Don't find people because they don't like you. Go to God and check what is going on. When garment changes, favor will talk. Everything changes. In the Bible, many people, before they could sell Joseph, they had to remove the garment or coat of many colors. And that represents a lot in the Bible. If you wear a coat of many colors, people that matter in life will love you, but your colleagues will hate you. Because you will be ranked above them in favor. And favor is not fair. Yes. Even Elijah, the way he was dressing, they parted Jesus' garments before they crucified him. Meaning that he would no more live on that. <laughs> he moved from the Son of Man to the Son of God forever. Garment parted. I'm going to find that. When Elisha begged Elijah, Elijah that I want that portion, you would think that I would give him something. It was his coat he gave him. Mantle. Garments. If you pick up this mantle, you will be like me. That's what he told him. That I am who I am because of what I'm wearing. So we are not talking about these shirts. Everybody here, you are dressed. You are dressed. Your garment also represents the season you are in life. Nobody goes to bed wearing pockets wear suit and tie. They will think something is wrong with you. And you cannot say, I want to weed my garden today. And what you go and do is to go and wear white and I'm again to get. You weed before you have your bath. Garment represents seasons of life. That's why when they are buried, they wear black, they wear some garment, a lot of things. In the spirit also, you appear. Now, demons and angels, they don't see as we see. They see the garment you are wearing. And that will affect how they respond to you. And you know what? As they respond to you, it's also how men will respond to you. Yes. Any wrong garment this morning, because you are here or because you are watching, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, receive a change of garment right now. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.